0: Hello and welcome to Sutra Side Talk, episode one hundred and eighty-six. I'm your host, Kamran Chushdar, and with me is James Seelig. We are back again uh, for a movie week episode, or I guess, yeah, movie episode. Uh, This is Sutra Side Talk. Every week we talk what we've been watching and playing, and this week we are talking Creed three and the Super Mario Brothers movie. uh, Both very similar. And also, not similar whatsoever.
1: I just want to They're both to say very it. popular movies. Well, yeah. Although one a little bit Creed older is the like. Theater. Yeah, Creed Theory, we're probably lucky to finally still see it in theaters because we were like almost the last people in that entire theater. Yeah. Uh, to give a.
0: <laughs> it's actually really funny, you guys. Uh, we had a whole plan. I was like, oh, you know, February is ending right now. There's a bunch of movies we got to go check out. And there's like a movie pretty much March through April. Every week there's a movie to go see. And, you know, if you guys listened to that last episode, you know what happened. But uh, more or less, uh, none of that happened. Zero movies were watched. And it was just like, oh, man. And uh, finally, like, I mean, when Super Super Mario Bros. came out, we got to see it the opening weekend, which was nice. Uh, And then Creed 3, yeah, barely got to see it. Uh, It's in, like, two theaters nearby uh, that we could potentially go to. And so got to see that finally. Uh, There's plenty of other movies to see. There's a bunch we're skipping. Like we're just like ah, Cocaine Bear. I think it's already on um, Peacock apparently. Yeah, I'm Uh, hoping
1: to see uh, John Wick Four like next week if it's still in theaters. Oh, that's gonna be in theaters still. That just got there.
0: Yeah, so you have time to see John Wick Four, but I've already seen it. So then we'll talk about that with another movie uh, when we have a little bit more under the belt. But it shouldn't. I'd say probably. Pretty pretty soon we'll talk about it. It well actually no it might be a few weeks at the very least because of what's other episodes we'll have that are coming out. Uh, but uh, it'll be paired up with like um, I don't know what else is coming out. I feel like a bunch of oh maybe Evil Dead. I feel like is a good one to pair it up with Evil Dead uh, I... Rise because that for for sure seeing that uh, maybe Scream Six. Uh, I'll throw that in there as well. I know you're not gonna watch it, but I I do wanna. I was gonna rewatch. The first four screen movies that i've seen i still have to see five and then uh i'm really looking forward to seeing six in the theaters but uh yeah plenty of movies to see uh the reason it's kind of hard to tell when we'll be able to do an episode on it i've not really planned that far ahead right now i'm looking at like the next three weeks of stuff which you know this week we're doing movies last week if you guys caught us we did the last of us uh series from hbo and the week before that we had a couple anime uh shows by family part 2 and the third and final season of Bomb Psycho but uh next two weeks we are doing uh a two parter for Destiny Lightfall uh part 1 which is going to cover season of the Seraph as well as uh mainly the campaign and kind of some destination stuff for Lightfall and then part 2 which will come out the following week which we're actually recording separately they're not going to be like back to back recordings uh just cuz they'll have different guests on them uh, will be uh, more of like all the UI changes and everything else from like, you know, oh, we get weapon load. We have a uh, loadouts now for weapons and gear. There's uh, a lot of other changes that have been going on. Um, strand will talking about strand itself as a subclass will be in one of the other parts. That's kind of like one, depending on how, what time we're looking at at that point. Uh, part two will also have the raid, uh, root of nightmares as well as uh, season of defiance. So there's plenty to talk about there. Uh, the week after, most likely, not for sure, but most likely will be like a Star Wars episode. Uh, Bad Batch season three and oh, season two. All right. I still got to watch that. Is that season two? And Mandalorian is ending next week too. Oh, okay. Wait, is it Bad Batch season two or three? I already forgot. It's... Two. Oh, is it two? Okay. Pretty Bad sure. Batch season two and uh, Mandalorian season three because it's about to end, yeah, this coming week. So pretty much uh, that's the soonest we can do Mandalorian because of Destiny, so... That's why it's like, oh, we'll see when we can talk more movies. But we got, yeah. we're pretty much going through all that stuff first. Uh, and I'm still trying to figure out scheduling for Bring Back Cut of Steel when we're going to talk uh, Shazam: Fury of the Gods, which we still have to see uh, before it leaves theaters. Uh, that's another one. And then uh, Black Adam, which is on HBO Max now, I think. So, uh, which I did see in theaters. We did see in theaters, and it, yeah. Uh, it was okay. It was it was something, uh. But yeah, that's pretty much like kind of all the stuff going on. Uh, otherwise, uh, you know, this week's been okay. Just uh, did some late taxes, maybe. Uh,
1: how are you doing, man? Pretty good. Uh, this last week has been like super busy at work, just because we got like a couple studies we're trying to get done like way faster than we normally do. Just, I'm not hundred percent sure why. It's just like for some reason we need these whole studies done like within a month Mm -hmm. basically so we've been like scrambling to try to get shit done as fast as possible and so this like next week we i'm gonna have like a lot of samples to run for like certain tests on each day so i'm trying to like budget out my energy for the next week already understandable okay uh otherwise no news this
0: week it's just all gonna be pretty much uh these two movies which I guess we'll just go ahead and get started because uh, we don't want to be here too late. Uh, so starting off with Creed 3, uh, James, you actually just recently saw Creed 2 for the
1: first time, right? Yeah, I literally watched it on Friday because I was like, ah, shit, we're... Creed 3 is leaving theaters. We got to see it. And, like, I should probably watch Creed 2. It's funny because, like, literally that day, like, I was talking to a co-worker about it. And they mentioned that, like, oh, you can skip Creed 2. There's, like, not really much plot development for, like, the entire series for that one. But, like, I really like that one, at least. Like, not to get too much into Creed 2 before we get into Creed 3, but, like, I like that they brought back Ivan Drago and his son, Victor Drago, as, like, the, like, villains, I guess, for that one. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I'm I'm a huge fan of, like, the Rocky movies, like, at least up to four because like five that one had some issues and i never even watched rocky Balboa, but it, like it's cool to see it was cool to see like a callback to like previous characters and stuff like that especially like their personal connection to adonis and yet somehow even with like that personal connection to like literally ivan killed adonis's like father apollo in the ring like, somehow, Creed 3 felt like an even more personal story. Because it's, like, it wasn't just, like, oh, Adonis's history with his father versus Victor's father. It was literally the... um. Dion Anderson in this one, the, like, the Jonathan Maj- uh, Majors plays, had, like, personally knows Creed. And they have, like personal beef so like i liked that they made that made the like final fight at the end of the movie not just about you know who wants to win the the title or like lineage or anything like that yeah it was like a very personal story so it was very fun to watch very cool
0: yeah uh i think for i mean like i guess this is the first time talking about creed on the show uh i feel like creed 2 came out creed 2 came out while the show existed i don't remember why we never talked about it honestly i don't i don't recall
1: like from what i remember when it came out was like it didn't launch with as much fanfare as the first creed did because i like i absolutely loved the first creed movie and for some reason i never heard anyone say you need to go see creed 2 versus creed 1 it was like oh my god this movie's amazing you gotta see it
0: creed 2 i'll I'll say just this before we get into 3 uh I mean, I, I thought it was really, really, really good. I a lot. Yeah, I liked it a liked lot. It a lot. Uh, I think what I didn't expect was at the end, I was like, I wasn't rooting for Drago. I was rooting for Adonis, but you felt more the tragic, the tragedy with Drago. Because yeah. of, like, the whole thing with his father and everything between those two, Dude, The relationship the scene with when, each other.
1: The scene when they're having, like, the dinner with the rich folk and his, like, mom shows up and he's just, like loses it and just wants to leave and he's like why are we here with these people that like they abandoned you all of these people abandoned you because like why because you lost like fuck them yeah and uh... so when his mom like leaves at the end of the like not even at the end of the fight in uh into like it's she's literally just like oh he's losing we could leave and it's like she has no faith in her son or or whatever she's just like Ah, fuck him leave. we'll leave it's in i thought that that was gonna like victor was gonna like have a, a third wind or whatever to be like oh i'll show her or whatever like no he was just crushed at that point yeah he was done and it was like and, but he was
0: like still going to the point where it was just like he was gonna go the way a, apollo did where drago killed mm-hmm. him and rocky didn't throw in the towel and it was like a weird reversal where you're like oh my god adonis is gonna kill drago and you're like oh god please don't kill drago it was really the interesting like, like don't hurt him yeah. Like, throw in the, the towel, yeah,
1: so and just like hold his son, and it's just like, it's okay, it's okay, yeah. And then they, they go jogging mm-hmm. together at the end. I was like, yes, uh, it was also really interesting to see Victor show up in Creed 3 as like kind of a friend,
0: yeah, which we'll, we'll definitely get to. And like, uh, the cool thing about Creed 3, it, it's much different because you know, a lot of the times Sylvester Sloan's played a very, very big role in the Creed he movies, he's always in, been in Rocky. Uh, To the point where he's even like been in charge of the movies practically for a lot of it. Uh, I can't remember if he, uh, how much he was involved with Creed 2. I think, uh, I feel like he was one of the writers. Yeah, he was one of the writers for it. So he was, had a hand in these movies. But, uh, you know, he exits himself out in 2. And in 3, it's very interesting because it's just Creed. It's only Michael B. Jordan. There isn't any Rocky really... Yeah, they never have been one time or like,
1: man, I wonder how, how Rocky's doing. They don't even or mention or him
0: whatever. by name. Like, it's very much just kind of like cut, which I don't think there's any bad blood. I mean, I, there could be. I, I have no idea.
1: No, it's just that like he's old and retired, like super retired. Yeah. And, like the the nice thing at the end of the last movie, was like he goes to see his family. He reached out to see his son and he's just like, now he could be happy again, maybe. Yeah. And actually,
0: it shows he's got writing credits for this, apparently. Yeah uh but the cool thing about this was it was directed by michael b jordan uh he directed and starred in the film i think he also wrote in it too uh no apparently he didn't okay uh i couldn't tell but i believe he produced it as well uh michael b jordan had a great time with this because he is a fan of something many of us are fans of and that's anime and when you find out you're like oh man michael b jordan really likes anime and he's like yeah i'm gonna incorporate anime into this like a lot of influences and stuff and you're like wait what do you mean he's like oh you know naruto and dragon ball and you're like what do you mean by that and i wasn't sure what to expect like the minute you see jonathan major's character comes in as a dame or was it
1: dame right diamond dame
0: anderson yeah when he comes in as Dame, like, uh you're just kind of thinking, like, you see in the trailer, if you see in the trailer, you kind of know what's going on. It's like, oh, this dude's pretty much false flag of, like, friendship, and he's going to end up, like, betraying Michael B. Jordan because of, like, their own past and everything else. And uh it's very much just Naruto and Sasuke from, uh, like oh my god you're right and you're just you don't real. it's funny because when he first mentions oh it's anime and i'm not even someone that's watched naruto this is the funny part i've never watched naruto besides maybe like random one or two episodes randomly i don't even know how far in or wherever they were in the series or anything but i know enough like around it of like oh this is like the whole situation of the show it's like oh you know these two guys have been friends you know one goes bad his brother's like a killer all this shit and uh i i know that full like i don't know the full like in-depth history but i know the gist of it and watching this i'm just like oh it's, it's yeah it's it's fucking naruto sasuke okay i see where you're going with this and you don't really think much more of it until you get to the fights because once you get into the actual fight between them, it gets very much of just like, yo, here's anime fights right now. In terms of uh, James, you were pointing it out. If you want to talk about like how in depth it was,
1: yeah. Like I mean, granted, I can't take full credit of this because people have literally been posting like images from like Creed three over like anime cells, and like one of the ones that's super stands out is like. You mentioned Dragon Ball Z or, or Dragon Ball, and there's like one shot in the tr- uh, in the movie where Creed gets like hit in like the gut like really hard, and he literally basically just like crumples o- around um uh, the game's fist yeah, and people were like that's literally like a, an exact image from Dragon Ball where like Goku does that to Frieza, and Frieza's just like whoa. It's just like oh my god that's literally perfect
0: yeah so there's like multiple scenes of just the actual techniques that occur that are like i guess like pick by pick with like
1: famous anime another scenes. thing i don't i can't tell what like anime it might be from specifically but it was like a thing that kept happening throughout the movie was um creed just like seeing an opening like shot or in just like analyzing his like opponent and just waiting for the perfect anime monologue (laughs) and that's like dude that happens in anime so often where it's just like the main character is like like, oh man wait his defense just slowed it's like oh it looks like the main character's losing because he's not getting any shots and it's like oh no he's just waiting for the perfect moment to to surprise everyone yeah so
0: which is really fantastic so you have just those povs and then uh there's the sheer fact that i forgot to turn off discord i was like all of a sudden things just started popping up i was like what the hell is this uh there's the sheer fact that the fight itself when they're going through they start off which guys you are gonna love the, it's in the dodgers stadium yeah uh, dude i la- I literally it was time that
1: happened and i was like i didn't even think you would even do that
0: yeah they, they did it what? because of the sheer amount of people they wanted to bring in because it's like oh this is an insane amount of people
1: uh, and they called it the battle for los angeles and i was just like that's so fucking funny
0: yeah and when you see it in the, in the beginning they're fighting and it's a full crowd everyone's there and you're like hearing it it's like visual it's audible everything and at a certain point they switch up the the way it's going and they turn it into like oh it's like There's nothing out there. It's just all kind of pitch black outside of the ring. And all you hear is them. There's no surrounding of anything of the people that are right. They're just
1: completely focusing on each each other and nothing else.
0: And that is very much just like how it would be an anime where uh, if a fight gets really insane or if maybe they just switch a realm or something. I mean, obviously, this is still they're making it realistic, but just like kind of the way they're feeling like it is uh, can be, I guess, either looked at as yeah it's like when they do crazy like fights in anime where the 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 background like the the surroundings change or it's just like they get really personal with it like you would uh along with the fact that like you know in a lot of animes they do a lot of things where it's hey here's a flashback in the middle of the fight like referencing this thing that occurred or something like that and they more or less do that throughout this fight where they keep switching ages of them and their visions of each other where it's like oh you know i'm looking at you and it's like it's you in modern day oh it's us when we were kids and it's like flashing kind of back and forth so there's all these different feelings of oh here's everything from physical moves that are like anime to kind of the setting to the flashbacks and all of that really incorporates it and i think it's really funny and it's funny to say it because it's like it's not true but I want to make it true or it's just like hey you know Creed 3 is like the first good live action anime adaptation to have gotten yeah <laughs> everything else keeps failing it's like I'll just you know fuck it here's full metal alchemist death note attack on titan it's just like stop please these are awful and then they just do this and it's like this is really yeah, good. I, mean, I
1: tried to watch like one scene of the full metal movie, and it was like, oh no, this is bad. Dude, I watched all. I don't like it I at watched all. Attack on Titan
0: part one and two on the plane, and I was just like.
1: You watched both parts? I watched then... I
0: I what I told people was I saw it so they wouldn't have to, because I would tell anyone I could never to watch those movies. But I just started being on the plane, like, that's fine. We don't have to make it to the destination. Just just just, <laughs> just go down. It doesn't matter anymore. I'm I done. don't want to live with this. I don't want to live with anymore. this anymore <laughs> freaking movie's awful uh i'm not gonna i almost got into it i was about to start talking about that shit now uh other than like the full anime aspects that it was really doing i thought it was funny to uh comparing it a little bit to arcane it had the similarity of uh the fight between um jinx and what was his name the one on the board who had like the owl mask but he was like a their childhood friend with the wa- the ticking clock. Oh,
1: yeah. Oh, I forget what that And he's a
0: playable character too in the in League Legends, right? I thought. Uh I can't uh I think so. I think so. I I don't remember what his name is though. But the fight between them uh during it they'll they did a thing of flashing back through it where it shows them as kids as well. Uh like going back between that and modern day. Yeah and that reminded me of that when they were doing that in Creed 3. I almost was like thinking of like the song that played in that fight too. Uh so I did feel like kind of a similarity there even though the pretty much these were made around the same time as each other. Uh especially uh that both I think are really good and both are actually really good at at a, adapting what they're trying to take influence from. Considering Arcane is like one of the best video game adaptations as well in its own right and we've talked about it before um other than that i think for like the characters themselves it was an interesting new arc for adonis because you know arc one is you know the the coming of the coming of the character i guess like here's the damn dude you're going you're going at it huh
1: yeah dude my I think I'm starting to develop like seasonal allergies because like last year I couldn't stop sneezing once like spring happened. Now it's like happening again and it's driving me fucking nuts. You guys couldn't see it because
0: it's uh, only we changed it to now it's just one person on here at a time. But James has been sneezing this whole time. Just been muted. Just dying. I'm just watching it. Still still trying to like talk about this, but I'm like, I'm just watching. I'm like, wow.
1: it, It used to be that like I would be done after like three sneezes and now it's like it could keep going That was like definitely. half a dozen i don't even yeah jeez uh what was, so I, was I saying me while i was like out with my cats earlier it was just like non oh
0: god yeah so adonis uh going through these three movies uh the first one it's like trying to rise up to the shoes his father filled of being a boxer but also making sure he's not just there as oh hey it's apollo jr uh he wants to be his own man will still like kind of embracing the dynasty his father created and you see him like pretty much being trained by rocky and everything else and yeah it's just yeah the character rising up and then creed 2 is about lineage it's about what happened between blood of uh you know drago killing his father and that back and forth between him and his son which we talked about earlier so it's more of the uh, Sins of the Father, I guess you would say, kind of type thing. Yeah. The, the, more or less, it's about that. And him also making sure he, like, owns the title and stays undefeated. And when you get to 3, 3 is, like, it's kind of going fast where, you know, you see Rocky, and by 4, he's kind of finished up for the most Dude, part. it's so
1: funny because, like, rocky was trying to retire for almost the entire series yeah people kept challenging him so it's it it was kind of funny to see in creed 3 like creed has like retired already and someone brings him back in pretty much like i feel like rocky 5 it took five movies
0: for rocky to be like hey come out of retirement and fight somebody for a second which he really just only does at the end whereas for creed it happens in three where it's like hey he's still young and we just got these movies like they're going much faster than the rocky movies i would say and it's just like boom yep he's already done he's finished and he's the champion he retired uh comes out of retirement to fight his friend pretty much and you're just kind of like damn because michael b jordan's still hell young like he's young but it's interesting that it would wrap up that quickly uh and You know, the premise of this one, like I said, the other two, rising up, sins of the father type thing. This one is more of sins of the past, but your own past. Dealing with
1: your own past and your own guilt and stuff like that. This
0: is the one where, you know, the first one, it's about kind of him doing what his father did. The second one is about revenge and justice, all this shit. This one is just him. This is Adonis himself. This is everything he's been with himself. It has nothing to do with his dad or anything else like that. It's just like, hey... When we were kids, life wasn't great, but also I have guilt I've had for my whole life that I buried for the most part. And then the skeletons in the closet come out literally by leaving jail and coming out and starting to box and shit and uh, just seeing like Tessa Thompson's character trying to understand what the hell's going on. It's a, a very much thing of, uh, I guess, anime too of, you know, you can't know about my past. It's too much like blah, blah, dark past, yeah. all this shit. Uh, but also, kind of the masculinity, I guess in it. You, I guess you would call it toxic ma- masculinity a bit. Oh, like bit. Just keeping like the everything idea pent of like, up.
1: Yeah, like you can't you can't show your emotions. That's bad. Like keep everything bottled up because like you don't want to burden anyone with your feelings and stuff like that. But it's like they're literally eating him alive, basically. Yeah, and
0: it's like fucking him up to the point where he's like drinking and everything else. Uh, not like crazy, but he's like you know, it literally drove him drink a bit and uh just seeing her trying to address that and get him to finally really open up to her to the point where it really takes his mom passing away for it to occur which was a big thing because it's like oh she 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 went pretty far when you really think about it you see like rocky's family and everyone pretty much croaked that was from his like era Mm-hmm. At a certain point, like uh, Mickey dies in three because fucking uh Clever Lang like pushes him clever Lang literally has, like, scares the shit out of him. He's just like boom, he's like, ah, <laughs> <laughs> just fucking has a heart attack and dies. And I'm just, I still i think I kind of laughed during that because I'm just like, yo, Mr. T literally scared him to death. That's crazy. <laughs> I can't believe they've done this in this movie. Uh, like, he dies by Rocky Balboa. No either rocky five or rocky no, Balboa. i think
1: rocky balboa was the one where like adrian's, adrian's dead. dead adrian's
0: dead so his wife is dead and then when they bring in creed one then they I go guess polly's too, dead or i think polly polly. D- polly dies in between rocky balboa and no no i guess polly's also dead i'm not too sure sh- I-, I don't remember if polly's dead or not i think he dies in between rocky balboa and creed i think because he goes to see his grave too or something like all the graves are together mm when he goes to visit and stuff uh he was like oh no i have cancer and you're like oh fuck rocky is cancer and You're just like oh shit but um i literally forgot about that <laughs> yeah that was a whole Until, uh that was creed honestly that's what made it, it, it interesting like, oh yeah dude the, the remission yeah that that's like that's what made creed so fucking good was like the whole training slash uh remission shit it was insane but uh yeah so like when you look at that everyone around Rocky's era that you see in like the first few movies. And then yeah, Apollo's literally got killed before all of that or in between Mickey and uh, Adrian. So like in each movie, someone dies practically. And so it's just Rocky. And for Adonis, like his mom is there. Like his stepmom is there. She somehow survived all of that besides Rocky. So she's the only one that's been around since him. So with her gone, it's literally just Rocky now at home with his family and it's just
1: yeah, all the way in Philadelphia. Yeah.
0: But everyone else is gone. Like no one else is around anymore. Everyone's pretty much like passed at this point. So she was kind of like the second to last nail in the coffin. But uh, I think they do a good job of that. Um I figured it would be similar. It felt similar to Creed th- uh, to Rocky three, a little bit. It was like a, I feel like Creed three was a combo of five, and three where clever Lang is kind of like
1: uh jonathan major's character
0: of dame but i did get
1: that sense a bit from the trailers at least or he's just like this big brute guy that just hits real hard
0: yeah that's the whole thing with clever Lang. it was just like he wasn't massive like i mean creed 2 was basically 4 where it's like yeah drago is literally massive compared to sylvester sloan which is funny because you think sylvester sloan is big and then you're like oh Drago's bigger
1: but dude drago is like huge
0: yeah even like the sun is huge like watching them train together it's so funny uh and the fact that they're friends now is even oh my god i love the fact that that that, yeah. that was even more anime bro that was like some like goku dude, vegeta like, stuff
1: right there ex- yeah exactly like i love them like when creed is like trying to get into shape for the the match and he's like just drago shows up as just like a sparring partner It's like hey like you, you sure you're good enough because it like earlier in the movie his like hand got crushed or whatever yeah. and he's just like you sure you're good enough to fight me or to like spar he's like good enough to fight you <laughs> or something like that yeah it's uh, so
0: freaking good like they're small talk together and uh how hard they go against each other holy shit like he
1: beats the shit out of adonis for dude, a bit like, that was like the craziest thing in, in creed too is like the first fight between them like Victor destroyed Creed. Yeah, like he literally ruptured a kidney. Which uh,
0: that was also similar to Rocky Three because Clover beats the mm-hmm. shit out of Rocky the first. That's because he like literally scared Mickey to death, and then uh, yeah, Rocky's head was not in the fight. Yeah, he's like, oh shit, he's dying, so that's why he kind of was in it. I was expecting that to happen in this because of his mom, if she was gonna be out of it, and oh, yeah, that would, have uh. but it didn't, which was good because uh, he was like more fully into it and this took a better turn because they didn't retread on like doing rocky tropes which is good they they had just enough of like here's a little bit of stuff but also we're not really going big legacy Dolph Lundgren's not in this Rocky's not in this we didn't magically make fucking Mr. T appear in this either which as some people are requesting they're like they either said make clever interesting they were like make clever Lang's son pop in and it was like why <laughs> there's no there's no connection this time it's not the same uh and that kind of that would have been even actually that would have been super anime if it's like yo we were both in the same like foster home and all this stuff but also my dad wasn't there for me either but he was different he didn't die what do you mean yeah. my dad was clever Lang. oh my god that would have been some fucking enemy shit right there oh my god that, w- that would have been crazy but no and it was just this friend that you got really fucked up from the law because he had a gun he went up for just only i thought he shot the dude he didn't even shoot the yeah, dude he just like, had the wait, gun he
1: went away for 18 years for just having a gun legal
0: possession i guess that's about it an attempted murder I guess they would say attempted. I would assume Maybe. it was probably illegal possession of attempted murder because he had the gun pointed at him. So it's like, oh, you're going to kill this guy.
1: Dude, I also know that those cops showed up like right when the gun got pulled.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. But uh, it was interesting seeing like, oh, here's Adonis as a kid. He's not even the boxer. He's the boxer's helper for the most part. He's not even it the one interesting with the dream. He was
1: doing like the research on the opponents being like, hey, this, this guy that you're about to fight like hurt his arm like last summer or whatever so wait for this punch that he throws because there'll be an opening yeah and he—he still it sounded
0: like he wanted to box too he just like Mm -hmm. you could tell dame was the one that was in it to win it for the most part until instead he was just in prison but it was just well done the way they played it out of just hey Here's hidden past, but we're also not going to, like, make it feel really random. It fit because you really don't know everything that happened with this guy growing up. And there's a lot of there was a lot to, like, give leeway to to really explain all of it. And once you get it all, you're just kind of like, okay, this actually makes a lot of sense. And I get all the things that are going on here. I don't know how I'd rank it compared to one and two. Uh, not saying it's like worse or anything like that. I honestly, for me, I think I w- in terms of emotion, it the most is still like the full on relationship between him and Rocky in the first one, everything that's Same. going on. Uh, the second being like the whole fight with Drago, plus Drago's in relationship with his father. And this one, it was really well done but it's just those two types of relationships that are occurring just are a little bit higher for me personally
1: yeah Uh, it's it's hard for me to rank too because like i have a lot of nostalgia for the other rocky movies so just having ivan drago and his son victor show uh, show up was like really cool so as an individual movie, I probably would want to rank the third one over the second one just cuz I really like that personal dynamic between Creed and Anderson, mm-hmm. but like I think just personally I really liked the Victor Drago like character and like the the like the fact that they fight two times in that movie and the first time he just like absolutely wrecks Adonis. So you're just like you have a really clear idea of like this is how dangerous this guy is this is where creed is in the beginning of the movie how does he get past that like later
0: yeah uh but as a trilogy these movies are fantastic like i this is such a good trilogy easily like recommended for anyone to watch these three movies even if you haven't watched the rocky movies i'd say you could if you don't want to watch the rocky movies you could totally watch these without it And you're just kind of like, oh, it's Sylvester Stallone. And you're like, there'll be, of course, references in one and two. You're not going to get like you're not get you're going to be confused a bit with the history of everything of like, you know, what's with the big deal about his dad? And why is Rocky so important? And also who's drawing a job of explaining it, though? Yeah. Uh, Otherwise, I would still recommend to watch the Rocky movies. I would say you don't have to watch five and six. You could watch the first. Yeah, for sure. The first four, if you're going to watch them, watch the first four if you'd like you could watch five and six. I would personally still do it just to knock them all out. I think they're still entertaining to say the least. Like you're not gonna be like disappointed watching five and six, they're just different. Uh, and if anything, it's like a it's like a nice little, uh, I guess taking it easier feeling where it's like you go through one through four and you're just like, yo, these are crazy. And right before you get to that crazy trilogy of Creed, you're just kind of like, here's some easy going rocky five and six. Just kind of get through those and it's more of like, here. let's depressurize the stakes a bit because it's kind of been crazy for the other ones where, you know, the first two is I'm going to make something of myself. The, the the third one, oh my God, you basically killed my trainer. I'm going to get back at you. The fourth one, oh my God, you basically killed my trainer. I'm going to get back at you. Also, it's America versus Russia Cold War. <laughs> so yeah, like, <laughs> this, Rocky
1: solves the Cold War.
0: <laughs> it's, it's, really, it's really Rocky solves the Cold War. <laughs> hey well that's a different app though we're all the same yeah um so and also if you do watch the rocky movies you'll find you you'll finally understand the reference some people do with like hey adrian adrian hey!" like people do that randomly uh and if you like watch it you'll then understand why that's that but that way uh but for the characters themselves i really thought dame as a villain was well done i did like that things get mended in the end too because that yeah that does do that whole dragon ball style as well where it's keep befriending your enemies into allies and the fact that they're kind of good at the end especially being like hey we're just kids and they're both crying and opening up to each other which was very healthy
1: i thought especially since like the entire movie people kept telling creed like you have to let the past go like this guilt is killing you like what happened was not your fault yeah and he, like, it's one of those things where it's, like, you could tell yourself that as often as you can or as often as you want, but there's still certain things that you just, like, can't stop blaming yourself for until the one person that you want forgiveness from gives it to you. Yeah. And that's basically what happened at the end was, like, as much as Creed wanted to just f- not just forget the past, but, like, forget you know forgive himself for it he couldn't really do that until finally dame was like we were kids dude like you did not put that gun in my hand like that none of that was your fault yeah and that's when he finally was like you could see it on his face like the weight lifted off his shoulders and stuff like that i think um
0: you know looking of what could come after there could be a Creed four, but there doesn't need to be a Creed four. But there's a lot of I think Michael B. Jordan even said he wants to do some spin offs. And you could totally yeah. get some spin offs done, whether it's like with the other boxers, whether it being like Drago or even Dame or um
1: I thought it'd be interesting if they'd come back in like 10 years for his daughter to be like the female, uh, heavyweight champion or something like that. Yeah. I mean, like they could, Creed.
0: I think that'd be, I mean, it's kind of like, I guess the, it would, be, is there's not really much for like female boxing besides, um, I never watched it, but I know about it. it's like oh, tragic million dollar baby. That's the one. Yeah. yeah. With the Clint Woods in it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So like there's that, but, uh, what was his name? Uh, freaking i'm trying to find the other boxer the the one he was training the whole time that like dame beat up oh he kind of did dirty
1: felix yeah felix el guerrero
0: yeah which i love that uh for felix like they have the full on-
1: <laughs> he had the best opening it just Dude, like his intro was,
0: was oh, pretty awesome so freaking good and it, it made me think too i was just like oh shit i would love a movie about like a rocky creed universe movie of a mexican boxer i'm like i would totally be down for that actually yes hell yeah so there's so much that you could potentially like open up to here and it's funny because it's like uh this and like mario are like two movies where we're gonna be talking about like oh yeah there's all these spin-offs that can happen from it uh but i'd say all in all great movie if you haven't seen it oh, yeah. if it's still in the theater i'd say go check it out if but if you haven't seen the other movies definitely Dude, just start with Rocky and just go from there. See how you feel about it. If you don't even like Rocky and you don't want to do more Rocky, just then skip to Creed. Creed 1. See how that goes. It's more modern. I get, like, you won't want to deal with, like, the 80s kind of stuff that you get in, like, Rocky and stuff. But uh, just try these movies out. And at least with Creed, I don't think you'll regret it at the very Uh, least. no.
1: I don't think you'd regret any of them except for maybe Rocky 5. But I don't want to get into why.
0: Yeah. And, like, yeah, so there's all that kind of stuff otherwise um I'm trying to think if there's anything else like uh you know all the characters were fun i think the daughter was enjoyable she had like she really did a good job of facial expressions of just being like yeah uh not what would you call it not sassy but um snarky snarky yeah uh like yeah. she always knew like she'd make him just like <laughs> like that kind of face was great uh, and they did a good job, I think, with the sign language too, uh, where they just kept subtitles going. Which, in the style of anime, if people like anime and they want to watch yeah. Creed Three, are already used to subtitles anyway. And you're like, yeah, so it's some Japanese. You're getting it's sign language. to me. <laughs> yeah, so I'm just like, yeah, that's, it's like, I'm. This is nothing new. And if anything, it's easier because it's a big ass screen, so I could see the words even better. So no problem there. Uh, but yeah, that was Creed Three. Great time uh really fun michael b jordan is definitely in my i'm not sure where he is in my top 10 but for sure top 10 actors
1: uh yeah for sure i mean he's so talented that I'll, i'll pretty much watch him in whatever he's in
0: yeah pretty yeah honestly god they should have just made a black panther uh oh my god, <laughs> they should
1: yeah. have just brought back Killmonger. God damn it.
0: uh but uh yeah there's there's so much that he he can do and so many different things at least hope. oh wait we're not getting the valzad superman
1: you know anymore, what if the atlanteans like found killmonger's body when they threw it in the ocean and they healed him i feel like they would have done it by now though it's yeah. too late
0: but i think also i could be wrong I think he said he wanted to do, like, an animated... Like, an, a Creed anime or something. Which would be... I would be so down for a Creed anime. Yeah. Uh, but, also, all right. I
1: guess, technically, it's not Atlantis. It was, like, Taylor Khan. But, yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, Next up, the Super Mario Bros. movie. Which, you know, I think we talked about the first trailer we saw for it originally. And we were, like, you know, talk... We were critiquing Chris Pratt's voice a lot for it. We were, like, oh, God and we're just yeah, like just
1: chris pratt
0: and we're like at least bowser will be good because it's jack black we went and saw this it was like easter and we made the mistake of going during the day so yeah we were like one of the few just standalone adults whereas everyone else were just bringing their kids and i'm like oh no it's a theater of kids and then so you know every now and again you're literally hear,
1: kids in like mario
0: costumes but you'd also, every now and again, you just hear some cape like, blah, 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 blah. And you're just like, right, uh, you know, we knew what we signed up for when we came at this time. Uh, this movie was much better than I expected. And I actually had a great time and enjoyed myself watching this. Uh, I was literally prepared to come in and be like, fuck, this sucked. But at least Jack Black was cool. Yeah.
1: Well, especially since, like, a bunch of the reviews were like, it's a kid's movie. Don't expect it to be, like, a nostalgia-bait, like, thing. It's, like, hard to describe, I guess, but basically people were like, it. it's meant for kids. Don't expect it to be catering towards the nostalgia adult crowd. Yeah. But, and I could see that now, like, having watched the movie, like, the tone is still very, like, juvenile. And not, like, in a bad way, but just, it's definitely meant for kids for you yeah. to bring your kids to see the movie but there were still also plenty of like references to mario like games a stuff. bunch There's of just, like, references little that... touches that they don't even like highlight it's just like if you have played these games and you know and the kids aren't gonna it. know
0: because a lot of these kids have not played like if it's the average kid nowadays uh i'm mean, the oldest game maybe that they played is probably mario galaxy or actually yeah. you know what they, I, I feel like maybe their parents go like oh check out the first one And you could play it on Switch Online or whatever. And you play Mario Bros. 1, maybe. Otherwise, they've played Odyssey. Like, all the kids now, they probably just know Odyssey. And, like, the the ones that have been coming out on, like, DS before they went to the Switch. Uh, So, I think that's the relationship they've had. Besides, maybe, I think, probably actually the main ones being Mario Kart and Smash Bros. Are the other, like, two big hitters. Mario Party, that kind of thing. Uh, Whatever that generation could be. But... Uh, For this coming in It was Well first off It was done by Illumination For those that don't know Illumination is the ones that did Despicable Me, Minions The Minions people yeah Yeah. So you're kind of like okay Look at those movies Don't expect Something more mature Than that Like let's be honest we're gonna get that kind of level Of stuff and we, we did for the most part, I'd say it was still on par with that considering you have Bowser attacking a ice kingdom of penguin people throwing snowballs yeah. at them. So you're like, okay, yeah, we're not gonna, it's not gonna be crazy. Even though there's some parts where you're like, yo, I think that monkey died. I think, yeah. I think that monkey explode like that monkey's dead.
1: Dude, that's like the funniest part Which, of that, the whole I don't movie. want to it's talk about an, it yet. Cause that's joke. like such
0: a, that's such a good, that's my, that's such a good part. But this, this movie... I'm like what do we want to talk do we want to talk about the the voice actors just like the voices first and like
1: the characters uh I guess like my my main comment on that cuz I don't, I don't think we need to talk about like everyone is No no no, no like... not
0: not all of them just uh um really like I think just like the five Bowser yeah, Mario like, Luigi Peach Donkey I, Kong I
1: I thought I was going to be really distracted by like everyone but Seth Rogen and um jack black as a bowser in donkey kong because like i i feel like those voices fit and also after the first trailer i was like oh wow jack black literally just does a bowser voice it's pretty great yeah
0: um jack black's bowser is incredibly impressive it was so good like it was that was the thing like before the movie came out we're like jack black's probably gonna do a great job as bowser i'm sure he'll steal it and it came true jack black stole the movie he oh, was yeah. amazing in it and he not only performed as just like here's bowser he also went what if bowser was part of tenacious d and you're like wait what and you just have like bowser singing and it is so good like this is actually song
1: peaches stuck in my head for like a week
0: you could listen to it on your own there's a song called peaches and it's just him about talking about peach and it's just so freaking funny because the way he does it, he he goes high on octaves too. So Dude, it's like goes hard. <laughs> it's a very well done song, and I'm I'm like, oh my god, like they really went this far because you're like, oh Bowser's gonna sing in it. What's it gonna be like? Oh, I wasn't ready for how epic this was gonna be. Okay, great. So needless to say, Bowser Jack Black, well done. Best part of the movie, hands down. Yeah
1: other than that though like i was worried i would be distracted by like mario just sounding like chris pratt and luigi just sounding like charlie day Day, even though i love charlie day and i think chris pratt's pretty great for the most part like they blended with the character when you looked at the when you
0: just with i I would i think they did a good enough job in the sense that when they spoke i wasn't imagining the actors I could see the voices lining with the animated yeah. versions of these characters as they think, went through.
1: I think the smartest thing they did was they started the movie with the, the ad. first off, the, the Mario, yeah, the ad for their business. And they used, like, the old school Mario rap, which was pretty great. But also, like, they had the accents, the original accents for that ad. And then you see them, like, in the pizzeria, like, watching their ad. And they're like, oh, my God, that was great. You think us doing accents for that ad was a little bit too much? And it's just like, oh, no, it was great. And, yeah, like, Charles Martin is, like, old yeah. Italian. Like, it's great. Though. And, like, one, that's hilarious that they, like, they reference the original, like, accents they have and give a reason for why they don't have it in the, for the rest of the movie. So it's just like, oh, this is – that's – what this version of them sounds like yeah the they literally went with like their brooklyn italian not italian italian
0: yeah so it worked well i no longer complain about chris pratt like they they proved themselves to me and it's not exceptional it's just kind of like yo you did the job i'm glad you're able to do the job you've managed to like not take me out of the movie which, which was like the one thing i didn't want this character to like these actors to do specifically those two
1: uh i think the only one the one that was the most distracting somehow for me was actually seth rogan yes donkey kong. it's it's because it literally was just seth rogan but his voice already fits so well anyway that it was like fine
0: <laughs> yeah seth rogan is donkey Kong. guys don't i'm not complaining honestly this is it was great i'm, I'm so happy seth rogan is donkey kong because It was so funny, but it just felt like, it was just like, yeah, you could, it's Seth Rogen in any movie, but now he's just a giant ape. And you're like, oh, it's Seth Rogen, the ape. And he's, he does, he, that's the whole thing with him. He's like, yeah, I'm just gonna, I don't do like accents or anything. I'm just going to be like my voice. And they,
1: that. Dude, he even did his like stoner, like, (laughs) (laughs) like (laughs) they
0: do it and it gets me every single time that laugh gets me so he's like he does the laugh and you're watching the donkey kong mouth move with like you're watching the monkey mouth with the seth rogan laugh and it's the funniest shit in the world i was laughing i was i couldn't stop laughing i'm like oh this is the best this is like so hilarious the fact that they were they were able to pull that off and aside from that like him as donkey kong worked fine i, I could mm-hmm. definitely see a whole movie of just donkey kong with seth rogan taking Dude, the yeah, hell like, of it
1: if you want to get into it real quick like i could see there being a uh well, well, a movie well about the kong well we'll, th- we'll uh, do it after we'll do it later after. okay yeah, yeah, yeah. uh so he
0: does great and then the last one uh or i guess last two to- toad was cool i like toad keegan michael key did a great job with that, that high keegan pitch michael
1: key i would not have known that <laughs> yeah
0: he did a great job uh high pitched uh nothing really else to say he just did great and annie taylor joy peach was good it was just peach it was just like okay but, but it wasn't like the full like oh mario like the whole like yeah. overly just like making sounds i feel like sense. that would have,
1: gotten, would have gotten like exhausting yes because
0: it would have been the trope more or less and they're they changed it where it's like hey peach is like tougher in this and i don't know if people wanted just a hey go rescue the princess movie which i was like i mean i don't really I don't care. I did like
1: They had a little bit of that, where it's like for the most part of the movie, she was trying to defend her own kingdom. Yeah, and then she eventually did have to kind of like bow to Bowser a little bit, and then Mario did have to like come and save her. So, but it wasn't. A little bit of that.
0: It wasn't like I'm tied up. I'm like caught. No. It was straight up just like I've exhausted all my power, lit quite literally, because she eats. Yeah, what is she? She had um a blue flower, so she was like ice ice princess for a bit mm-hmm. and just like taking everyone down on her own which is really great but i think what they did uh not like honey taylor Joy did a good job as her voice but uh i really enjoyed the way they kept making her have facial expressions where she looked oh, yeah. always just like huh what like those worked really well and it's funny because i i think because her facial structure is different than Mario and Luigi's. Like Mario and Luigi, they're just like, Wah! and then fucking noses yeah, and shit. Somehow she
1: looks more human than they do. Yes, very much. Like they look like a different species. It's like literally, even compare them to their own family. It's like the rest of their family looks like normal people, and they're just for some reason small and fat.
0: <laughs> yeah, they're just like just little like weird sized Italians. That's it. And then yeah, just the rest of the world's like what? Well, I guess it. I guess that's normal. I don't know. Uh, But yeah, they did a really good job with their facial expressions. It was pretty funny. Uh, The movie itself, I think... I mean, it wasn't perfect. It wasn't, like, fantastic. They did a really good job. I think because it was a kid's movie, there's a lot of, like, certain plot points or, like, I guess, pacing that they don't necessarily do a great job with. Yeah, yeah. Because it's, like, Mario and Peach's, like, first meeting just results in like hey come with me we're gonna go save the world immediately goes to an obstacle course like it was so just abrupt you're kind of like yeah it's like she
1: didn't go okay. looking for him he just showed up in the mushroom kingdom and was told maybe the princess can help you find your your brother who's lost in the dark lands and he just like found her and she was like wait you're another human I've literally ne- never seen another human in the Mushroom Kingdom before. Like, I don't even know where I'm from, apparently. Which is an interesting maybe thing that they could use in a future movie. Uh, yeah. And she, yeah, she just is like, huh. Yeah, I'll let you come with me. You got to train first, though.
0: Yeah. but Yeah. So that that was like super abrupt where it was just kind of like. Hi, I'm blah, hi, I'm blah, I want to go play together. Okay, it was just like that. There was no just kind of like, hey, where are you from? What are you doing? Like, more of just like, hey, you guys should explain yourselves to each other for a second so we can kind of go with that. But being a kid's movie, I understand why they wouldn't do that. But as an adult, I'm still just kind of like, okay, that was oh, that was weird. All right, we're just kind of, it was, like I said, it just wasn't smooth. It was very just rough there. Um, but I, I'd say that was probably the weakest point of the movie. Otherwise, like, all the designs are really great. The animation's really good. Uh, I love the way they brought pretty much everyone to life. Everyone from Goombas, Koopas. uh, The more important, I guess, like, Koopa characters being, like, the the blue shell tortoise. The
1: one blue shell guy. Dude, I didn't even, like, it didn't even occur to me that he had a blue shell and then, like, the Mario Kart thing until later when he literally was like, you'll never get away from me blue shell and yep. he turned to the blue shell i was like holy shit they, they for some reason brought that into this i also uh. appreciated
0: kind of like the regional differences with everything where it's like mushroom kingdom it's a kingdom of toads and you have uh kong country having all the apes and everything else there's like the kind of like yoshi's Wildlands. you see all the different yoshis running around and stuff but uh when you get to bowser's it's interesting because it's two different islands or like areas land masses and one is more of the like destroyed area which was very that one was very interesting because you almost want to see a movie explaining what that was it's like here's destroyed castle that's no longer inhabited was that bowser's old castle like what's the what's the what's the history behind that but within it it's like what's out the outside land oh dry bones are all around there so there's a lot of dry bones Dude,
1: that was actually legit kind of creepy when luigi got into the castle and then just like lightning flashes and there's like a bunch of shy guys
0: yeah 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 so it's like one island there's like shy guys and dry bones the other island you have all the koopas and goombas and everything else and it's like the main bowser area so it's cool having like that kind of like separation because at first You know, when Luigi runs into that castle, you're thinking like, oh, is he going to see Bowser and have everyone else in there? And it's like, no, this is literally just an abandoned old castle, which is very interesting. Uh, Otherwise, uh, you know, all the kingdoms were cool. The designs were cool. I think uh, the, what was it? The, The fucking star was insane. Oh,
1: the Luma? yeah yeah whatever that which yeah. again is another reference to a thing they could use in the future was that a galaxy thing <laughs> that was a galaxy thing okay yeah.
0: and he's just like oh yes yeah, sweet sweet release <laughs> This fucking yeah. insane just the uh... only
1: way out of here is death
0: <laughs> oh my
1: god i, I love everyone's dude, complaining the the about movie, him like at the end of the movie when it's like the credits are over and it's like the movie's over now there's nothing between you and the boy <laughs> i was like oh my god <laughs> That
0: was great. That that one was really good. That was like definitely for the adults because the kids would have been like, what's he talking about? It's yeah. like, uh oh, this is literally the most like
1: dark. Like, oh yeah, the most horrifying thing is to be alone with your thoughts.
0: That is easily the mo- the darkest character Illumination's ever like done by far. Maybe, I, I yeah. doubt there's anything darker than that. That's actually probably one of the darkest animated characters in a very long time because uh, I can't think of it. Like the, unless it's like an R-rated animated movie it's like oh hey it's watership down or something you a bunch of rabbits fucking yeah, oh my god getting dude, destroyed watership it's like it's
1: such a horrifying movie
0: yeah and it's like well you know what the, what's the star doing oh the star is. it's a very suicidal star it's talking about everyone dying all the time oh it's a kid's movie yeah that's no, cool uh so I'm, I'm appreciative that they were able to get away with that because sometimes you know everything's very much like you know bowling bumper lanes you don't want any you want a lot of cushions and everything else so it's nice to have something a little bit more uh funny uh and darker yeah
1: something for the parents to not lose their minds yeah
0: and you know the references for like the different generations was very well done i think the most interesting one was the gamecube uh ringtone i forgot about that that was, that was... funny. That was a good one, because not everyone would know that. But if you knew, you knew. Because that's like us growing up was like... Dude, I love that
1: Mario, like, when it, he got, like, upset at the dinner table or whatever, he, like, went off to his room and started playing Kid Icarus on an actual NES. Yeah,
0: there was a Kid Icarus reference at the at the their place where they did the commercial and everything else was a fucking Punch-Out bar. Um... Yeah, it was
1: called, like, Punch-Out Pizzeria. And yeah, there was a, yeah. a Jumpman cabinet in there, which is the original name for Mario.
0: Yeah, so very good references they didn't reference everything but otherwise they threw in a
1: lot there and i know dude they even like had a scene with like baby luigi and mario yes they did
0: yeah they fucking yeah full-on actual
1: like well
0: done designs of them too like they pulled it off and i think it had just enough references but they weren't like they weren't throwing it in your face necessarily. You're the like, they're like, if you know, out. you know. Yeah. But it's not integral to the plot. It's there. We're having a fun time, and I think, I feel like Mario. Is a franchise where you can get away with a lot of like, fanfare of nostalgia, but also yeah. they did a good job of not letting it take
1: control of the film. So. Uh, yeah. The, the one example I keep show, uh, pointing out to people of like a game reference that they don't point out at all. It's just if you if you know you'll recognize it is so you mentioned he like the obstacle course training session yes. like, towards the beginning of the movie when he's finally getting it and like making his way through the obstacle course there's a there's a moment where he does a triple jump. And on the third jump, he does like literally on each one of the jumps, he does exactly what he does in like Mario 64 and like the 3D ones where on your third jump, he does like a a backflip type thing. And so I was looking for it. And when he did the third jump, he did the backflip. And I was like, just like in the games. And it's like, they don't point it out of like, hey, check it out. Mario is doing a backflip. It's just, it's like two seconds. If that. That's good. Cause I,
0: I never played that one. So that's, that's interesting.
1: Yeah, so there was stuff... Because um, like a lot of the device. obstacle
0: force, a lot of the main stuff was just Super Mario Bros. 1,
1: right? Yeah. It, it was just yeah. that, but... And then, like, another one is, like, Donkey Kong. At one point during the fight does, like, he, a roll. He, like, turns into a ball and rolls. And he does that in the Donkey Kong Country games. That's one of his moves. So yeah. it was just, like, cool. They're, like, they're literally taking mechanics from the games and just putting it in there as, like, a thing that looks natural for the movie. But if you, if you know... You'll recognize it's literally straight from the games.
0: Yeah, so really well done there. I think they they found a good sweet spot most companies and creators don't normally get because a lot of them will either do too little or too much, and yeah. somehow they they warm porridge it, and I'm glad that they did.
1: <laughs> uh, like the Doom movie, when they're like, let's just have like a first person point hey your buddy in the wheelchair turned into the fucking look or or like the evil dead movie house of the dead movie where they just straight up were like let's just put game like literally segments of the game into the movie did i did i tell you i beat the
0: entirety of house of the dead 2 in one sitting or like one uh playing at the arcade yeah uh during ty's oh bachelor god, party jesus we were at the arcade we spent we threw a lot of quarters in there but we we got through the whole thing we, we went beginning to end got through house of the dead too uh, i ran out of quarters so my friend straight up ran over with this and started <laughs> throwing the quarters and we're like thank you <laughs> it was great that's yeah. actually impressive yeah uh that shit was so fucking the, the lines in that shit was so fucking hilarious oh my god uh the story of super mario brothers how did you feel about the whole like just the premise of hey uh, these two Italian dude brothers are trying to start their own company and you know they're made of they're made a joke for the most part and go to another world gotta see the brother uh, conquer you know just show that I can do stuff prove your dad wrong yeah identify with another guy who also has his own daddy issues for the most part uh oh no problems come to the real world save it blah blah blah, and now you're living in mushroom kingdom at the end as a yeah
1: it's weird because like the the overall plot on a surface level is very basic yeah where it's literally just like bowser is trying to take over all of the lands in not like even our world, but just like within the Mushroom Kingdom area. Yeah, the the fact um, that they came
0: to Earth was more of a mis. Like he wasn't even trying. That was just kind of like, a, "Oh shit, this was an accident."
1: It was literally just an yeah. accident. So, which is why it's interesting that like Mario and Luigi, they didn't even have any awareness of that until they just like accidentally showed up in yeah. the Mushroom Kingdom. So the initial plot of or not even plot, but just the the beginning part of the movie of like mario bros trying to start a business and trying to prove to their family that they can make something of themselves and stuff doesn't really matter at all until like the very end even then it still didn't matter no it's just like oh they finally showed their family like they did save brooklyn with their plumbing the the real
0: world the real world stuff felt very like it didn't feel it it was forgettable it was just kind of like he i had to think about it and go like oh yeah there was this whole thing that happened like you don't really, it, it just kind of flies by in the back of your head and you're more encaptured with Mushroom Kingdom, with Kong Country yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. So I think it was great for kids, very simplistic. Like, it, yeah, you know, sure. it's it's a kid's movie. But, you know, we always got to understand at the same time, there is kids' movies that are very basic, very generic, very, like, low IQ And then there's ones that are more intelligent, ones that do higher stuff, but they're like for kids, but you're just like, it feels like they're really treating the kids like adults to an extent. Like look at, as an example, the animated series shows, Justice League, Batman, Mm -hmm. Superman, those treat kids like adults, especially when you get to Justice League and Justice League Unlimited with the politics behind that of like their enemies with the shit they're doing. Or uh, when you look at, honestly, honestly, a lot of the renaissance Disney movies from that era are very mature for when you're really looking at for a lot of them. They're musical and everything else, but there's some dark shit. There's some adult shit. There's a lot of big problems there. Uh, the DreamWorks movies like Road to El Dorado and uh, Prince of Egypt, you know, those psh, Prince of Egypt that's like straight up just killing kids. But it's, you know, it's, yeah.
1: it's cool. It's a Jewish thing.
0: Uh, <laughs> to Dude, people go. Road El
1: Dorado is such a good movie.
0: Yeah. Like, they're literally stopping human sacrifices, but they're basically so, talking about, hey, human sacrifices. Yeah, uh, I don't, I don't hey, evil Spanish forget.
1: people, remember how bad they could do things? I don't think I'll ever forget that one line where, like, the the priest guy, who's just, like, been suspicious Sekel of Kong? the two white dudes. Yeah. He's just like... I never forget these names. Do, he's just like, do you know why the gods ask for blood? Because they don't bleed themselves. Gosh, Cause... do not bleed. And that was like... Yeah, and yeah. that was his like thing where God. he like he saw the other guys bleeding, and he's like, yeah. "They're just dudes, <laughs> dude." Straight up, oh, what's
0: wrong with the the concoction? Oh, it needs more body. <laughs> Pushes dude in, kills him, and you're just like, "Oh!" <laughs> yeah,
1: he made like a soul infused panther robot. Jaguar. That shit was fucking jaguar. That shit yeah. was fucking cool. <laughs> yeah.
0: Like anyway, so that, that's what I'm saying when there is stuff like this and they do a good job but also you know you can still make things bigger i get that it's like for all ages but you're definitely going for the littlest kids because those are the the ones that are going to be pulling mom and dad's shirt or whatever going like i want this i want that i want merch kind of thing i feel
1: like this movie is definitely more mature than the minions movies but not it's no like i never saw them
0: I i mean i've seen despicable me yeah i saw like the first one how many are there now after i've seen the first one that's it at least yeah
1: i want to say three plus the minions movie three how many don't quote me is it just
0: one minions movie or there more minions i don't know (laughs) i don't i've seen yeah okay i saw the first despicable me i know that the girl goes it's fluffy and shit and you're like all right and then it's at universal studios and i'm like i want to do this but (laughs) i'm so tired of minions uh i'm just like seeing it it's too visual for me but yeah. um i think their next movie is like a bunch of ducks migrating I, I, it was like the preview for it and they're like yeah this is the oh, yeah. post mario movie and i'm like yeah all right I have fun with ducks that's cool but uh the final three things for mario or how do you feel about the mario kart stuff they i think they did a really oh, good job with the mario kart
1: yeah like i almost hope a wish that they hadn't put it in the trailer so i would have been like fucking mind blown in the movie it was like oh my god they're doing mario kart
0: yeah they they had a fun time i i love that they create their own carts and dude, they do strange. it just like the game that was it's literally so straight good. from the game that was so, <laughs> so freaking good. good and they you have the dude on top just like the the ape up there just like yeah all right here we go uh yeah. i i love the aesthetic design of all of the apes in their like hairstyles and everything else uh, especially when they're building the cars like you have ones with like uh headbands and everything else they just look like these cool you know, you know what's funny what it reminded me of it fucking reminded me of machete when they're like arming up all the low riders and the fucking oh, yeah. like motorcycle and shit and they're just preparing everything I'm like oh <laughs> i'm getting like machete vibes and stuff <laughs> it's insane oh my god so crazy but uh other than that the blue shell moment you know we talked about that but that was really cool i I did like the relationship you have between mario and donkey kong just because there should be like some form of rivalry there too dude Uh, i laughed so
1: hard when they're it seemed like you were gonna have like a heart-to-heart thing where donkey kong's like my dad thinks i'm a disappointment and mario's like oh my dad does too and then donkey kong instead of being like oh you know what you're not that he's he's right he's like your dad's right you suck (laughs) that was so dude Donkey Kong was so good
0: uh the last few things i had a few um okay first one my favorite part of the movie was with a character who didn't even really talk by the name of funky kong funky like he literally kong. says
1: one thing where he just like he opens the door to the jungle kingdom he's like what do you want yeah like, we're, we're here to see the the leader of the Kongs." like okay fine and yeah <laughs> just, just like, like sentiment
0: a... i will say one thing i learned about it apparently was they were actually going to do the donkey kong rap during that scene instead of aha take on me uh it was going to be donkey kong rap that they already had and everything was ready and they just like i guess illumination was like no we need something that could be more licensed i guess and they just chose that i don't know Weird. what happened but, uh... I mean, I love that song, the take on me, but... It, and it worked! It, it did work, it vibed really well, but yeah, it would have been cool having the Donkey Kong rap, because that, At least you know, they had it for when Donkey Kong like, actually I mean, showed up, that was pretty great. Yeah, I, I feel like they gotta do... There's so much freaking Donkey Kong stuff they could do for Donkey Kong. Well, okay, yeah, uh, but just watching funky kong take them through you have take me on playing and you get the first like real mario kart piece where he has the banana and what does he do he fucking throws the banana peel and the the ape behind him sees it he's like oh no just like crashes and blows up
1: and you're like dude the guy yeah he's dead I thought he was just going to crash into the shop. It's like, oh, that's funny. And then it explodes. It and just explodes. Like, oh, no. Bro, he killed a monkey. <laughs> uh, oh, my
0: God. That was so
1: good. That was so, like, it was so, you have to understand,
0: too, how funny that was, though, because we're literally thinking, yeah, he's just going to crash into it, but or also he's going to fall over. And the little cloud guy is going to come and pick oh, him up or something. <laughs> but no, it's just, it's so abrupt of just like, no, he's, he's probably dead. Like that exploded. And, and the fact that Fun- <laughs> Funky Kong has like no reaction. <laughs> just like, no reactions. It's like, yo, day. I don't, I get away with killing people in my town all the time and I don't give a shit. And I'm like, yo, that's pretty funky, man. Like you're a funky monkey. I like you. <laughs> funky Kong's the best. So that was great. The other thing for me, that I feel like there was a post-credits scene. And it felt like a post-credits scene made exactly for me. Because I I called it. I said it so many times. I'm like, oh, they're going to put Yoshi in the post-credits. Yoshi's going to be in the post-credits. And they do it. But they did it in a way I never expected. Which was the ending... (laughs) Of Godzilla, nineteen ninety eight, like,
1: almost exactly,
0: <laughs> almost exactly. So, if you guys have never seen it, at the end, like they blow up Godzilla, they or Zilla, whatever what you want to call them,
1: and they torch like all the eggs. Yeah, they kill the all stadium. of the
0: babies uh that are in the Madison Square Garden uh stadium. But after the movie's pretty much ending, like before the credits roll and everything else, uh they go to the garden. They like go through all the debris. Everything's blown up or whatever, and they keep going and deep underground in the stadium it's like you're going through all this debris all this wreckage and it keeps zooming in zooming in and there's an egg intact and you're like oh my god and last one and it cracks open and godzilla pops out and it's over and what happens in this you know like oh it's the wreckage of like bowser's uh flying fortress and uh you're going through it and one of the wedding presents was a yoshi egg for uh peach and bowser it keeps zooming in and in and it's similar music and you just see the Yoshi egg and I'm like, I'm in the theater just like, no way they're doing it. And they do the crack and it like goes black and you just hear like, like the Yoshi, like, you know, like that kind of thing. And I could not believe it. They did, they turned Yoshi into Godzilla in 1998. That was Mm -hmm. so good i can't believe they i don't i i want to meet whoever wrote that in because i just gotta know like they just were like yo i have the best idea you guys remember that one godzilla movie from the 90s like th- like how did that cross their mind the when they were so writing funny. that
1: that literally was their inspiration it yeah. wasn't just a coincidence
0: oh of the godzilla 98 yeah oh no that was for sure they totally watched that and they took that as influence but i'm just like i want to meet the person that thought of that that went hey i watched this movie once when i was a kid we should do this like that hat that's like that had to be what happened because it's it's so freaking insane that they actually did it but anyway the the one improvement i would have made for that scene instead of just yoshi going like Yoshi, like instead of doing even that was when it goes to like the clouds you just see the tongue come out and go and then it goes to black that would have been better i can't guarantee i'm telling you right now i'm I'm, this is a fact this isn't me just going like i think it would be better i'm like no i know this would be better that would have been better uh if you guys had done that instead uh but either way god that was so good i can't believe they did godzilla 98 that was fantastic uh going into then uh the final thing i want to talk about here this could spin off into so many things, guys. Oh, yeah. So many things because there's so many themes from each game that they could turn into a movie without really, like, making it the whole premise. But, like, they can definitely incorporate that as, like, the whole thing. But as, like, a as a way to just have another feature film for Mario alone. Uh, Like, I feel like they could do Super Mario Bros. 2 to an extent, like, throwing yeah. Birdo, uh, especially Dude, if you're going to see... have Yoshi in
1: there. Like, I could see Baby Bowser and the the um the eight Koopalings showing up and saving Bowser because like last we saw he's like imprisoned in like a birdcage essentially. Yeah.
0: yeah. So there, there's a lot they can do with them, uh, and they could keep continuing with Mario, whether it's Super Mario Bros. Two stuff, Super Mario World stuff, uh, not even saying like yet of like the later games, but just doing, I think. Super Mario Bros. 2, World, and Sunshine are just 3 the three you just need. I was literally about
1: to say, what if they did Sunshine?
0: Sunshine would be a really fun summer flick to do. Like, that would be the perfect summer block- There, That alone would market itself as the summer blockbuster. So you have three more Mario sequels right there that you can do. Or even just combine Super Mario Bros. 2 and Super Mario World into, like, some interesting concept of what you can pull that into. And then do, like, Sunshine as, like, a third one or something. But uh, they could do all those. They can do a Peach spinoff kind of exploring her origins or push that more with Mario. But the thing with the Mario sequel is it's probably going to be like a lot of Yoshi too, which will be really fun, which is why I think Berto would be a great like kind of antithesis for that. Yeah. Uh, so maybe Peach spinoff about her origin. The one that's probably going to happen first before anything else is a Donkey Kong movie. You're going to have a Donkey Kong country movie. Yeah, I could absolutely see that because they already showed off like
1: you know funky kong diddy like, kong diddy kong dixie kong
0: dixie's got to be in there somewhere there was a the female one next to diddy kong wasn't that dixie kong they, there was a female one right next to him in like pink and stuff
1: uh, see that's another reason why i kind of want to watch this movie again because i feel like there there's references probably so many hidden references that i didn't even see because i wasn't looking mm, yeah and then, like then there's the cranky right kong in
0: it too and everything else so uh and they could put in king cruel as the villain uh, so there's a lot they could do with the donkey kong the other i'd say the one thing people would want mon- as much as donkey kong uh would be a luigi's mansion movie very easy because oh, for th- sure like to have mario go missing that that would be so much fun because then right there you already saw luigi afraid during the this whole movie and the next one like his own movie would be great it's watching him like conquer his fears and stuff so and you could throw in daisy there too so he has someone i guess his own uh like interest like mario does uh and yeah like there's so much that can they can do they could also they only have to even make bowser the the villain in two they could just make it like wario so yeah there's a lot that that can be done
1: and we also already referenced uh mario galaxy at least like two different ways like there was the luma that was uh captured and then at one point peach says like you know that there's a there's a lot of different galaxies out there with a lot of galaxies
0: yeah so there's plenty they can do and i i want to see it all i think they they proved that they can do it uh and i think illumination either is gonna have to get bigger to make all these happen and not make them like all like you know they're they they're doing a random duck movie right now and it's just like dude just move on to mario just start just only do mario i don't know if illumination's big enough to do multiple at a time or what uh but uh the other thing being i just it, love and this the idea is, of there being like a new mcu but it's the Mario cinematic a universe just, and you know they're they're <laughs> matching everything up cuz you know the this happened around the same time that the mario uh land opened up at uh universal in hollywood even though the japan one is much better and bigger and has been around a little bit longer now uh they're building like the donkey kong area too now in japan but you know all this stuff goes hand in hand which would then lead to what you'd want later on for both park and movie after mario and donkey kong which is the other big nintendo franchise which is zelda And Mm. I think, you know, it's like, do you want Illumination to do a Zelda movie? And everyone's kind of like, someone brought it up where I'm like, they're like, no. And I'm like, what do you mean? It's like, dude, make it an anime. Like, what? make it a freaking animated film that's like in the style of Japan. Like, that would be phenomenal. And I'm like, that makes so much more sense, actually.
1: Yes. The other thing that would work? Someone pointed out Link is always a silent protagonist. So, how do you get around a silent protagonist for a movie or a show? Have Gendy Tartakovsky do a Zelda animated show. Like, after watching Primal, where, like, almost no one speaks in that, I was just like, oh my god, that makes too much sense. (laughs) Right?
0: (laughs) Uh... How long have you been holding out on me with
1: this? Like, literally, I heard that, like, a week ago, and I was just like, oh, my fucking god. That this is, is so perfect.
0: That is literally... That is so perfect. I'm already imagining just, like, Link looking up at, like, a castle and just, like, eyes going, like, Especially his art
1: style, too, for sure. It would absolutely work with the Hyrule. With like, Zelda uh, and... Oh, my god, that's... That is so
0: fucking good. That is so good that honestly dude I that, wish I could that's so freaking who, like, good uh, guys all right There's i'm telling like you right that's, the that's the gonna IG be a tiktok clip right now that's that's for sure gonna be a tiktok clip i'm gonna remember be like oh when you edit this episode make sure you cut that part because that's gonna be very important
1: just, like, zoom in on your face and just like the moment of realization
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be like um remember parks and rec when andy finds out that uh diane's pregnant when ron yeah. finds out the same time he's like he's just like, oh. a. <laughs> <laughs> he looks at the camera <laughs> like yeah. that. oh god yeah so another chris pratt um yeah so mario movie great time honestly j- go see it go it- it's a yeah. it's a really fun time i think you'll enjoy it just remember it's a kid's movie you have to go in with that it's mindset still smashing records like left and right though and you funky kong still murders someone it's okay <laughs> it's, yeah. people die there's a suicidal fucking like insane like fucking star running around too in a cage, uh. But yeah, there's there's so much that could spawn out of Creed and out of Mario. It's insane uh, to characters yeah. that just do all this stuff. That's hella fun. But that's it. That's everything. Uh, we're all done for today, guys. Uh, if you'd like to contact us, whether it is, uh. Asking us a question you want us to read on the show, giving us feedback, you can at suturesidetalk at gmail.com. Just the name of the show at gmail.com. Uh, if you can subscribe on whatever platform you are listening to or watching, that would really help us out. If it's uh, Apple Podcasts, please give us a five star review. If it is Spotify, please rate us. And if it is YouTube, uh, please like the video uh, along with subscribing. And uh, if you want to follow the show, you can on TikTok. Instagram, and Twitter, at Sutra Talk, all one word. I've uh, been kind of dormant on TikTok, but I'm about to get back into it. Uh, I'm about to get to editing some more clips from the oldest. I think right now the next ones I'll be editing right now will be from our Top Gun episode, just because Top Gun, I feel like, is still a little bit relevant from the Oscars, so I'm going to try to throw that in there while I can. Uh, and then... You can follow James on Twitter at invaderjim124. You could follow me on Twitter at gogocomzilla. Like I said, next week, next two weeks will be uh, part one and two of the Destiny 2 Lightfall uh, run through of like everything with that. So that's next two episodes. After that, most likely, but not for sure, but most likely we'll do a Star Wars episode about Bad Batch season two, Mandalorian season three. Uh, later on, uh, we'll probably do like, like I said, John Wick 4 with uh, Evil Dead Rise or something along along the lines of that with like Scream 6 or something. Very violent episode, I guess you would say. Uh, eventually, we'll probably do some stuff covering like Hogwarts Legacy. I think uh, Horizon Burning Shores is about to come out. I'm just like, fuck, I still haven't done Ghost of Tsushima, Ikki Island. So Sam, I kind of want to throw those two things together. I'm so far behind. Yeah. So... There's plenty to do for like games, movies uh, that we'll talk about. We'll get to all of these. Uh, There's stuff that's pretty much like, I guess there's stuff that'll kind of age a little bit that we'll still want to cover along with stuff that'll like kind of come out right when we watch it. And we'll just be like, all right, let's just talk about it now. So that's kind of how things are going. We're inching towards, we're like, what, 14 episodes away from 200. Uh, So we're getting close to episode 200 now. Plus uh, we're about to finish up our fifth year, I think. Uh, next month so right. that's also happening to everything is kind of lining up the way it is uh but that's been the show we'll catch you guys next week so long thanks for listening